Well, Johnny, this tournament that seems to be meaningless, according to some big media people, it seems to mean a lot to the players. John, it's Team USA versus Team Japan in the WBC Championship. So who has the edge? Who's the better team? And who needs this more, Michael Trout or Shohei Otani? It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And uh, John and I thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen every day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can help us out by giving us a rate and a review. We appreciate five stars. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Thank you for being here with us for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Woo! What a weekend of the World Baseball Classic. Listen, I know that we're going to get into WBC talk, but just a quick heads up. Of course, we have Fan Mail Friday coming this Friday, so get your questions to us throughout the week. We'd love to hear from you. But man... We have to talk about everything that's happened so far in the WBC, including Team USA's big win over Team Cuba, Team Japan coming back and taking it all against Team Mexico, despite an impressive outing from Patrick Sandoval. And then that sets up, Mike, the WBC championship between Team USA and Team Japan, a.k.a. Mike Trout versus Shohei Otani. (laughs) Goodness gracious. John, I think... think I love this tournament more just because the angel players are really being featured. Yes. And I was thinking tonight as I was watching the game, I just remember thinking like, I don't remember even spending too much time watching in 2017. And so this is the first time I've really paid attention. Yes. And quite honestly, it has to do with our players because it's been great to see Trout and Otani. It's been great to see Quijada. It's been great to see Sandoval. It's been great to see these guys come through. And Venezuela probably would have been in the championship if they played Louis Renjifo more, right? That would have happened. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) Mike, let's take us all the way back to Sunday night's game. It was Team USA against Team Cuba. It started out with Adam Wainwright, who went four innings pitched, five hits, one earned run, one walk, and one K. Now, there was like dinky do hits against right. Wainwright and gave up three was, hits in that first inning. Yeah. yeah, man. And that was really frustrating, but gosh, he, he is the epitome of an ACE in the playoffs yeah. and he wasn't dominant, but he was crafty. Think yep. like Greg Maddox kind of crafty. And then his teammate NL MVP from 2022, Paul Goldschmidt, Goldie. he got two hits, four RBIs, including a two run home run. And then Trey Turner, yeah. from the U.S. of Trey. Yeah. He hit two home runs in the game, four total. It's a WBC record for a shortstop. Nolan Arenado, he was two for three with an RBI triple. Now, he did get hit in the hand, but the x-rays came back negative. Thank goodness. Said he would have stayed in the game if it was close. And then, of course, Michael Nelson Trout, one for five with an RBI. It looked dicey at the yeah, beginning. It did. But then the final score was... 14 to two. USA. Wow. So they scored seven different innings. They scored in seven different innings. That's a WBC record, 14 runs and 14 hits. Incredible stuff from team USA, making it interesting in the first 
inning or so, and then, man, just 14-2 to two after that. So an incredible outing from Team USA. Let's talk about Mark DeRosa. He is the manager of this team. He took over for Jim Leland when Jim Leland was the manager, and he was named by Tony Regans, John. So we all remember that name. Tony Regans was the GM for the Angels for a while. Oh, not, he finally a, did something right. Not a great run, right? <laughs> but this seems to be a great run. So DeRosa said that he's having a really hard time managing this team with all the res- restrictions. He wasn't complaining that. about it, but he's really tried to honor the club's requests. And some of the restrictions are pitch count and when you can use a pitcher and mm-hmm. got to watch player injuries, all of that stuff. And then I loved that he said his biggest takeaway was seeing how excited these major league baseball players were to win. In fact, mm. he told them before the game against Cuba Guys, and anytime somebody hits a home run, meet him at home plate. I we love all got to go out there and do that. And I kind of like the showboating, John. They need to match the energy. And yes. I think it was when they they took on uh, was it was it Venezuela yep. Team USA versus Venezuela? He said, "You guys need to match that energy. You need to come out there and because they're bringing the heat with their energy, so you need to go out there and match that." So I love that. Yeah, uh, he he said he was up to like two, three, four in the morning after they played Venezuela because. Daniel Bard came in and then fell apart. He just couldn't find the strike zone. And unfortunately, Jose Altuve has got a broken thumb and and just couldn't, he couldn't find the strike zone at all. Daniel Bard has had the yips in the past. And yeah. then he went into like a coaching role and then he came back as right. a player. Right. And so I, I really felt for him. Yeah. In that moment, of course, I feel for Jose Altuve as well. I mean, I know they're ALS rivals, but you don't want to see anybody get hurt. You sure. don't want to see that. And so it just really was a shame all the way around. And unfortunate for Daniel Bard. I hope that doesn't affect him going into the season. Right. He's a closer for the Rockies and has been pretty solid. So I hope that he can overcome that. Yeah. They, there was a lot of fans that were really upset with DeRosa that were saying, like, how is he still in the game after he hit Altuve? Mm. Why, why did you leave him in? And then it kind of just really fell apart. Fortunately, the... The Team USA did come back, but DeRosa said, I was up late, and the first reason why I was up late, John, he was looking at Twitter at all the comments of people who said he's a terrible manager. He was doom scrolling. <laughs> DeRosa doom scrolling. Listen, you never Google yourself. You, you never doom scroll because that's just not great, but apparently Mark Mark D can handle it, apparently, so I I, I love that he admitted that, and then he, he said he was really thankful for his staff, Jerry Manuel, Griffey Jr., Andy Pettit, mm. and others Griffey Jr. Uh, took batting practice, by the yes, way. He did, did you see that with it Trout's was, gloves and yes. the bat? And and everybody stopped, and, if, yeah. and as they should, right? And then Griffey, when he hit a home run, he's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an old man. <laughs> Wainwright said after the game, John, that he's never had this much fun playing baseball in his life. Mm. And so we've heard this That's often. Wild. We've seen this on the face of Trout and Otani and other players what is it about this tournament that brings out the little leaguer in the big leaguers, Johnny? I love that question. What makes these major leaguers feel like like little leaguers yeah. again? Because it brings you back to why you fell in love with the game in the first place. You go out right. there, you're having fun with guys who you've known for a long time and you've played against, and it's like that you get to celebrate. You hear the crowd going crazy at these games. Like it means something. These are yeah. all meaningful games. And I understand there's a lot of conversation over the weekend about like, this is pointless and all this stuff. This is meaningful to the players. Yeah. And it's meaningful to the fans, right? Especially fans of other countries as well, who like to see 
themselves represented in the team that's playing, whether that be Puerto Rico or Cuba or Venezuela. There's a lot of people who are attached to the team that represents their country. And so there's just so much fun being had on this field. And like you said, the showboating, like it's acceptable in this environment. And it just goes to show that maybe we need more of that in the majors. Like let's, let's flex a little bit. Let's show off a little bit. Not, not enough to make somebody else upset. Like just that you're having fun. It's like a touchdown celebration, right? right? You can have a touchdown celebration without, you know, taking a dig at the other team. And I think that's exactly what's needed here, right? Yeah, I think so. And I, I love everything that we have seen so far with the WBC. And I'm, I'm really excited, John. Team USA looks to become <sighs> the next back-to-back champions of, of the WBC. Mm-hmm. Team Japan did this when they, they started it and won the first two rounds. And so Team USA looks to be the next back-to-back champions. And they're playing team japan and team right. japan has not been in the finals since they won so this will be this will be so much fun i can't wait for this game it could only be mike trout versus shohei otani it was destiny michael has to be right <laughs> has to be hey does uh does otani's team japan have the edge over trout and team usa we're going to talk about that coming up Show's brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Every new potential hire feels like a high stakes wager for your small business, and you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates. That's why you need LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can add your job to LinkedIn, and then once you do add the job, post the purple hashtag hiring frame in your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. And they have simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to hire for your team. And getting the right people on your team can help you achieve the goals that you have for your small business in 2023. And business owners, they love LinkedIn jobs. They rank at number Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So find qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on MLB. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. And there are some terms and conditions that do apply. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. And as we continue our conversation about the World Baseball Classic, we got to talk about last night's game, Team Mexico versus Team Japan. Just to set things up here, Japan is 5-0 in this tournament, and Mexico was 4-1 coming into this game, Mike. And Japan had been hitting at a 313 average, a 996 OPS. You can thank Shohei Otani for that. That's all Shohei, right? (laughs) Mexico came in with a 281 average, 784 OPS. Listen to these pitching stats. Japan had a 1.80 ERA. Again, Shohei, thank you. Yeah, right. And Team Mexico, a 3.33 ERA. So... A great matchup coming in. And speaking of great matchups, we had Roki Sasaki versus Patrick Sandoval. Now, let me give you a little bit of background on Sasaki. He's 21 years old. Sandoval, of course, is 26 years old. Sasaki so far in the WBC up to last night was three and two-thirds innings pitched, eight Ks. He led the team to victory over the Czech Republic. Now, Sandoval in the WBC had three innings pitched, two Ks. They had a win over Team USA in which... 
he struck out Mike Trout. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Sasaki, Mike, has hit triple digits in this tournament. And I think I think 51% of his first inning pitches were 100 miles an hour or over yeah. uh, last night. So that was incredible to see. Sandoval has this sweeping 11 to 5, if you imagine a clock, right? Yeah. He's got this like sweeping 11 to 5 pitch that has batters swinging right over it. Now, I really was like touched by by this note about Sasaki. He lost his grandparents and his dad in the earthquake and then the subsequent tsunami that happened in Japan in March of 2011, if you remember that tragedy, man, that yeah. was, I remember that I was a senior in college and, and, uh, I, that just really brought back some, some memories of just like, man, I remember how tragic that was. So it's just amazing to see Sasaki get to where he's at in this day and age. And so just, you really, you really feel for the guy and you really support the guy. He pitched his first WBC game on March 11th. So it was, you know, 12 years to the day, which is incredible. And, and the manager for Team Japan said he wasn't throwing the baseball. He was throwing his soul. What an mm. eloquent way to put that. So wow, uh, just some incredible background coming into this game. But let's talk about Team Mexico versus Team Japan's game last night. Well, the first big moment that I was paying attention to was Sandoval against Otani. Like yes. that was what we were looking forward to, right? And one nothing Sandy after the first at bat because he struck Otani out looking. It was a 3-2 pitch, and he hit his mark. Otani was going to walk down to first base, but Sandoval got that strike. Mm -hmm. And he had a big fist pump after that strikeout. Yes, he, he did. He, Donnie, he threw a sinker, then three change-ups, then two sliders, and it was that last slider that got Otani looking. Yeah. And Shohei was 0-2 against Sandy, and... I love that he struck out Otani, and I love that he struck out Mike Trout. In fact, after he struck out Trout, he was interviewed in that game, and he said, I'm going to let Trout know for sure, and hopefully I can let Otani know as well. We've got a great <laughs> clubhouse there, and guys love to give each other crap. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. That's going to be so much fun. The other big moment really was uh, with Suzuki in the fourth inning. He gave up a base hit then another base hit, and then Luis Arias hit a three-run home run. And yeah. at that point, John, I was like, wait, the way that this game is going and the way that Mexico is pitching, it looked like they were going to run away with this thing, and it was 3 nothing in the fourth inning. With Mexico's pitching and Patrick Sandoval, I had this great tweet from friend of the podcast, Kyle Kishimoto. He's a writer for Fangraphs, a big Angels fan. He said Patrick Sandoval had 73% secondary pitches in the first inning so wow. imagine if he keeps shelving the fastballs all season and then a bunch of eye emojis right and and what he's saying there is if he can work those secondary pitches and then surprise somebody with a fastball sandoval is going to be very electric gonna this be trouble season. now <laughs> let's talk about randy or rosarina taking away a home run i love in the that fifth Inning and then that, that stare down at yes. the end of it. Did you see that that slow zoom in on his face? He stood there for it felt like five minutes. He and then turned it. around he and all five minutes. Oh my gosh, I <laughs> love that. And then Sandoval did it right back, which yes. was great, right? Yes. And he had a hit a great start. Four in, in one third, four hits, six Ks. He did leave with a three nothing lead, which at the time it looked awesome, right? Yes. And and it and doesn't that feel like his season last yes. year? 100%. Hey, he's leaving with a three nothing lead and a fantastic. Fantastic start, and then 
Everything fell apart for Mexico, Johnny. <laughs> Japan loaded the bases in two separate innings but didn't score. And right. then that all changed in the seventh inning. Two on, two out. And Yoshida, who recently signed with the Red Sox coming yep. over from Japan, he's going to play the outfield this season, hit a three-run home run. So you know Red Sox fans were pumped about that. Oh, I'm that sure tied they were. the game at three. He signed a five-year, $90 million deal with the Red Sox, and he's knocked in 13 runs in the WBC, and he's led all players in terms of RBIs. Yeah, so Mexico came right back, yeah. and Alex Verdugo, isn't, <laughs> Another he Red always, Sox. <laughs> isn't he always just in the mix whenever it's a big game? It feels mm-hmm. like he's always in the mix, whether he's with the Red Sox or with the Dodgers. So he hits an RBI double, they take the lead, it's 4-3, to three, then eventually it's 5-3, to three, and then, I don't know if it's the Angel fan in me, but when it was 5-3, to three, I was like, I don't think Japan's coming back, man. I just don't mm-hmm. think that they're going to do that. And then the ninth inning happens, and John, a two-run double by Murikama, and, and they win the game 6-5, to five, and it all started because of Shohei freaking Otani. Yeah, he got, Shohei. He, drew, he, got, he got a hit and got on, and, and it was just, it was so good double. to see him. It was so good to see him fired up. And when he got to second base, throwing up his fists and getting excited and pointing mm-hmm. to the dugout, I was I was throwing up my fists and pointing at the TV yes. when that happened. It was so cool. Shohei hits the double, the next batter walks, and then Murakami hits them both in with a two-run double, and that's the game. It's a walk-off win, Mike. How dramatic can it possibly get? And I got to give credit to both teams, but especially Team Mexico. Uh, They left it all on the field, and I loved what Benji Gill, who, again, Angels coaching staff, he was managing Team Mexico, said, Team Japan won the game, but baseball won tonight. And I love that. It is so true that everybody in baseball wins because of just how much fun how much attention this has gotten i don't know if it's the fact that they didn't play it because of covid but maybe it's just the fact that we haven't had a wbc in six years we missed that's it maybe. just making it yeah. so special but man these these fans of the team are so much fun there was music playing throughout the game and just an incredible experience so baseball wins tonight especially after the performance of Team Mexico versus Team Japan. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built March Madness, the bracket, is here. And we all have a favorite bar or favorite puff. And now you can vote on your favorite bar or puff and make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorite bar or puff. I'm going to be voting for the Cookie Dough Chunk Puff because that's my favorite. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you're going to be entered into a drawing where 50 locked-on listeners will get a free box of Built. And not only that... But one lucky Locked On fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built, and you get all of the best bars and best puffs in this subscription, and it gets delivered straight to your door. You got to try Built. They're the best protein bar ever, and what makes them so good is they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They're high in protein. They're low in sugar. They taste like a candy bar, but they're not a candy bar. They're actually good for you. So run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now and vote for your favorite bar, or your favorite puff, and you can pick up a box while you're there. And you can vote for the rest of this month, and March is ending quickly, so hop in and support Built right now. All 
right, our last conversation of the day, of course, comes down to the World Baseball Classic we go. Championship game. Like I said earlier, it could only be Team Japan versus Team USA. It was destiny. It was the baseball gods smiling upon all of us. <laughs> and the rest of the baseball world getting blessed with what we get to see on a daily basis during the season, and that's yep. Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Now, Japan is undefeated in this tournament. Team USA actually lost to Team Mexico, yep. and so there, there would have been a very interesting rematch had Mexico made it through. Man, I am looking forward to this matchup between Team Japan and Team USA. The starter for Team USA is Merrill Kelly, and he plays for the D-backs. So Mark DeRosa was interviewed about this moment and questioned, like, who's going to go out there for you? And he said, we're going to sit down, we're going to discuss starters, but it looks like it's going to be Merrill Kelly's day. We'll discuss that a little bit more. I think my singular focus is how do we get to our bullpen uh, uh, on Tuesday and and how we're able to do that. That's the bottom line. So he really feels like if he can get some good innings out of Kelly and then get to that bullpen, that they're actually going to look really, really strong. So Car- Kelly actually started against Columbia, John, through yeah. 61 pitches. Team USA won that game three to two. All three RBIs were uh, Mike Trout, by the way. That's right. And Merrill Kelly actually had a really great year last year, 200 innings for the D-backs. He yes. had a 337 ERA. So this isn't just some random guy. This no. isn't like what Team Canada had in some 19 year old from you know single a like kelly's a good pitcher that's, and, that's, and he's gonna have a tough he's gonna have a tough time against this sure. team but he's a good pitcher that's the thing too it's it's the same conversation around merrill kelly i saw a lot of tweets that said who who's starting and it's like yeah. you know nothing about baseball if you don't know merrill kelly and how good he's been for right. the diamondbacks so shout out to uh locked on diamondbacks because they have a great pitcher here in Merrill Kelly, and they're going through the same thing we are with, oh, the Angels don't have pitching. Who's Merrill Kelly? Like, I'm so tired of this narrative. People have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to good pitchers in the WBC or in baseball in general. (laughs) Before we get to the big question here, we have to note, Shohei did mention that he could come out of the bullpen and that he's going to be ready to pitch if he's called upon in this game. So... We might get that matchup, Michael. We might get that Mike Trout versus Shohei Otani matchup. Look, I know it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a difficult game. But even if like one team is running away with it, I think for the benefit of baseball, they got to have that matchup, right? They right. got to do it. <laughs> if, if I'm Team Japan's manager, I'm finding a moment where I can bring Shohei in and I'm finding that moment against Mike Trout. I'm doing that intentionally and I'm doing that on purpose because I would I would love for both of those guys to face each other. And you know what's going to happen, John? Trout's going to walk. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, he's just going to figure out how to get on base. There's not going to be a home run. There's not going to be a hit. It's, he's either going to walk or he's going to strike out. That's what that's what Mike Trout does in those moments. That's what right? he does. Now, speaking of Trout and speaking of Otani, what does a Team USA win do for Mike Trout? What does a Team Japan win do for Shohei Otani? Mike, why don't you speak to Mike Trout and what this win does for him? I think it I think it feeds it feeds the soul for him, his baseball mm. soul. I think it scratches the itch that he has. Everybody's talking about how excited they are to see Mike Trout in this tournament and to see him in this championship game. You heard his peers with A-Rod and Big Poppy on the broadcast last night. John mm-hmm. Smoltz even said that. Everybody is excited to see Mike Trout in this championship game. And what it shows is that if the Angels are successful as an organization, 
even just this year, it shows how Mike Trout can endear himself to baseball fandom across the country, but also across the world, right? And so I really, I'm really excited about this. I think that Trout needs this win more than Shohei hmm. needs this win. And I think that for Trout's reputation, this will go miles in the direction of helping Mike Trout to solidify that he is one of the greatest players of all time. If he doesn't get the world series, if he doesn't get the winning seasons, I think this will actually be one of those moments where people are like, yeah, but you know what? Trouty did this in mm. the WBC and that was an awesome moment for him. So I'm going to go with Mike Trout and I think he really needs this win. Let me just say real fast. You brought up John Schmoltz and, and uh, he said, you know, the Halos are a playoff team if they had any pitching at all. Good, Good grief. grief. Yeah. Have you not watched this tournament? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sick of this narrative. But you know what? We knew it was coming. We knew yeah. it was going to happen. We have prepared ourselves. But it still doesn't make it any less annoying. Whenever and they had pitching last year. They didn't hit last year, Johnny. Right. right? Like, they had pitching. And they didn't lose last year because they didn't have pitching. They lost because they had Jose Rojas. And they had Matt <laughs> Duffy hitting for them. Right? Angel fans know this. But yes. nobody else knows this. Which is why this tournament is so fantastic. Because hopefully eyes get turned towards Anaheim more often this season. Now, you spoke to Mike Trout and what this win would mean for him. But I'll speak to Shohei Otani. Okay. Shohei Ohei Otani has done it all, Mike. He's won the AL MVP. He's participated in the Home Run Derby. He has a Cy Young to win, which I think that he can do this season, especially now that he's getting more innings pitched and whatnot. And he's been in two All-Star games. He started the All-Star game. And so I think for Shohei Otani, he has a lot of personal victories. But to win with Team Japan and go all the way with this and represent his country and everybody who loves and adores him, who loves and adores him much better than than we do as Angel fans. Like, yeah. I love me, me some Shohei Otani, but Japan is just so behind him. And the, the fans of Shohei Otani in Japan just love and adore him. For him to win with Team Japan and go all the way in this tournament, I think he has a lot of personal victories. I think that he would love to win for his country on behalf of his country. So I think that's what's on the line here is, is, you know, I've won for myself. I've done things for myself. It's time for me to win for my country and do it for everybody who I represent, who love and adore him. I think it would be really cool if he won it. I'm torn. I love both these guys yeah. so very much. Uh, but I, I think I'm with you on trout because I've, watched him for the last 12 years and and at the as an angel fan i really want to see him get it uh but i i totally under, i can totally see shohei otani wanting to do this for his country it's not a personal accolade it is a shared accolade mm. and a goal for everybody involved what a tournament and what a show thanks for making locked on angels your first listen today now for your second listen check out the locked on fantasy baseball podcast you can win your league by listening to matt and dom they can give you great strategies and they can help you to be great in your fantasy baseball league and you can find their show wherever you have wherever you uh, listen to podcasts or on youtube and they're a part of the locked on podcast network your team every day sure to get in on the conversation at locked on angels on twitter and at super halo bros on twitter and instagram and if you're watching on youtube comment below it really helps us out helps the uh, the algorithm find us and share us with others hey mike what's on deck for tomorrow's show who won 
That's what's on deck. Yes. Who won? Did Mike Trout win? Did Shohei win? Yes. Did Team USA win? Did Team Japan win? We're going to find out together tomorrow on Locked on Angels. I don't think my heart can take it. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I'm loving this right now. I don't think I've been this excited about baseball since Shohei had that like three homer game with 12 RBIs and yes. came back, right? Like, and you were running around the room. This is just so much fun. I'm, so I'm much loving fun. this. I'm loving this. We hope that you'll come back and join us for tomorrow's show. Until then, my name is John and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here with us. We really appreciate you. We will see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.